Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Program, one of the things I want to draw your attention to, I want to strongly encourage you where you can to stand in support of 22 states, a lot of employees, and a lot of travelers who are sick and tired of this idiotic mask mandate that remains in place for transportation. 22 states now on board filing a lawsuit to end this federal mask mandate. We've got groups of pilots, flight attendants. They're asking federal courts to permanently put an end to the Biden administration's federal transportation mask mandate. Had a great conversation the other day. Had the opportunity to meet uh, Brian Echeverria in person And we had a great conversation about this subject. You know, this is not about science. This is not about medicine. This is about the law. And the law, (laughs) there is no law regarding face masks. And this is an example of tyranny that has been put in place. Now, I think the goal here. Because what they've done is they they keep extending this. I think in uh, a few weeks ago, they extended the mask mandate into the middle of April. And I think many of the folks in these states, these pilots and flight attendants, are basically saying, you know, enough is enough. Do not extend this thing again. In fact, it needs to come to an end now. The latest lawsuit led by Florida, joined by 20 other states, asked a federal court in Florida to issue permanent injunctive relief in joining defendants from enforcing this mask mandate. The state's claims include the policy is an abuse of federal emergency powers, which it absolutely is. It's abuse. The lawsuit marks another push by governors around the country to throw out President Joe Biden's federal public health order, which requires travelers to wear masks on airplanes, buses, trains, and boats, as well as in airports and other transportation hubs. Ron DeSantis of Florida saying in a statement announcing the lawsuit, it is well past time to get rid of this unnecessary mandate and get back to normal life. Just in case you are curious, who is backing this legislation? Joining Florida, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, 
Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Utah, Virginia, and West Virginia. You notice North Carolina is missing. It's not surprising at all with the Democrat so-called leadership here. They're not going to buck the president on this, although this would have been a great opportunity to show some independence from a failing president. But they did not take advantage of that opportunity for whatever reason. (laughs) This is interesting. Vince, as long as they drag out this mask mandate, they may think this will deter people from traveling. Hence, you have the beginning of Green Deal's cessation of flights. Can't fly an airplane on electricity, can you? (laughs) Surely they wouldn't do such a dastardly thing like that, would they? You've seen all the attention. Oh, my goodness. Are you sick of seeing the memes over and over about the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing? Oh, my goodness. You're like, when's this ever going to end? And unfortunately, I have some fuel to add to the fire of those who are in the conspiracy theory camp, those who think this may have been staged. Get a load of this from Variety. Oscars viewership rises 56%, 15.4 million, after last year's historic low. The Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes hosted show up 56% from last year. And it rose 68% in key demo ratings. How exciting. And you have to wonder, how many people turned this on after they heard about what happened? That, that I don't think it even gives specific information like this. I would be very curious. I'd be very curious to know if that was a key in raising these audience numbers. But whatever the case, I'm sure they're celebrating this ratings performance. Much better than it was. A really good piece, by the way, by Variety. And I think many of you would embrace what was communicated. It's about Chris Rock. I think he's one of the people who's been forgotten in this entire thing. Everybody's been pretty much piling on Will Smith. But Variety has a great piece here. Slapgate is Chris Rock's defining moment. While Will Smith wisely issued an apology... Regarding the slap heard around the world, the silence coming from Chris Rock is conspicuous, to say the least. How the comedian feels about getting assaulted on live TV remains a mystery. No doubt Rock is experiencing a wide range of emotions after such a dramatic incident. But counterintuitively, the debacle is already paying dividends for him. The fringe benefits are manifesting for his conveniently timed stand-up tour. It kicks off in a couple of weeks. With secondary ticketing marketplace TickPick disclosing more tickets were sold overnight than in all of the past month. Ticket prices have also surged. It's not difficult to understand why Slapgate has reinforced Rock's brand as a no-holds-barred comic. What reflected even better on Rock was how he handled Smith's attack. Rather than getting into an ugly onstage fracas, he quite literally turned the other cheek kept his composure under unimaginable pressure, made light of having been slapped, and continued to present the award for documentary feature. 
Yeah. If Rock was rattled by the incident, sure didn't seem like he was. He was photographed later that night at an after party, smiling in the company of legends, including Robert De Niro and Woody Harrelson. If that doesn't cement his cool guy bona fides, nothing will. Here's what isn't cool. Releasing a formal statement in response to Smith, like the actor did for his apology, much as fans might want to hear. What's on Rock's mind right now, the last thing he should do is take the matter so seriously, it would feel off-brand for him. Better to save what he has to say for the stage. On what he's calling his Ego Death World Tour. Which should surely be rebranded. How about the Talking Smack Tour? With all due respect to Rock, who's maintained a fairly unsullied image over the years, a veteran comedian like him could always use a little mid-career brand burnishing, something that brings into sharp relief his core attributes, because after a long while, those attributes can fade a bit in the public's estimation. In recent years, he strayed somewhat from his cutting-edge stand-up persona with film and TV roles, including Spiral from the Book of Saw and Fargo. They may demonstrate his range as an actor. They don't bring out what's most memorable about the man. Hopefully, hopefully, Rock won't be remembered for the G.I. Jane joke that triggered the Oscars incidents. We'll finish this really thoughtful piece about Chris Rock. And we'll talk about the presidents and some of the mockery taking place of a reporter who dares to question him. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Sharing this really good piece on Chris Rock. And to be honest with you, I, and I'm just being straightforward about this, most of these folks, these comedians, I don't care for them. And one of the reasons I don't like it, this some people may think this is ironic, I really don't like a lot of the language, to be honest with you. It's just too much. And frankly, I just don't find a lot of this stuff funny. There are very few comedians I really find funny. It takes a lot to entertain me. In any case, this variety writer saying, regardless of whether Chris Rock knew about Jada Pinkett Smith's 
alopecia. It was a lame jab. The Smith slap may not qualify for the lead in Rock's obituary, but it certainly won't be a footnote in his biography either. It provides the kind of anecdote that feeds the mythology he's built up over time as one of the best comedians ever. It will be remembered the way another legendary comedian, Lenny Bruce, is remembered for tangling with the police who sought to censor him. Yes, that actually happened at one time. Here's a prediction. Rock will not only bury the hatchet with Smith, but when the time is right, the two men will share a stage together in some form or another. Maybe if the Academy doesn't end up banning Smith forever, the two will end up co-presenting Best Picture in the future. So don't waste too much time feeling sorry for Rock. He is going to be just fine. And I think many of you will certainly agree. What do you think? I think this is right on the money. Right on the money. Let's talk about President Joe Biden. We've played clips of the president and his gaffes, several of them the past few days. And he had the opportunity to address these gaffes at a news conference the other day. I have to tell you, the person who impresses me the, post, the, first, the most right now, and, and I'm just being honest with you, I... Initially, had some real reservations about this guy. But man, (laughs) as White House reporter, this guy really stands out in asking questions, asking the right questions. So he had the opportunity to address these gaffes of Joe Biden's over the weekend. And here is how this particular encounter went. Do we have that, Mr. Producer? We will um, try to get this together here um, so we can play this for you. You remember one of the the reasons why this is so significant and why this was discussed over the weekend is because the president basically called out Russia to the point of saying, you know, Vladimir Putin, it's time for regime change. I mean, that was, he didn't use those words, but he said this is a situation where he cannot continue to stay in power. I mean, what is this? What is this? And the White House ended up having to walk this thing back. So it, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Do we have this ready to go now? It's... I, uh, we have, um, we're going to hear this in just a moment here, but this exchange is excellent because what Peter Ducey did is what you or I would have done if we were in this position. You would take the comments that Joe Biden made over the weekend, and all you do is just ask a question about what he has said. And the very cantankerous president takes the opportunity to slap back and to try to belittle Uh, Peter Ducey in the process. Uh, Let's listen to that exchange. Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back? What's getting walked back? It made it sound like just in the last couple days 
Uh, it sounded like he told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like he said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia. And we know none of the three occurred. None of the three. Occurred. None of the three. Mr. President, you, you interpret the language that way. I was talking to the troops. We we're talking about helping train the troops in that are the, the Ukrainian troops that are in Poland. That's what the context. I sat there with those guys for a couple hours. That's what we talked about. So when you said you're going to see when you're there, you were not intending. To I was referring to with meeting with and talking with the uh, Ukrainian troops that were in Poland. And when you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind. It will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? You've got to be silly. The world wants to know? The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. <laughs> I've got to share this with you before we go to break. Do we have enough time for this? I want to make sure that we can actually get this in. Um, actually, we're going to save this for after the break. It's an opportunity for me to, again, express my concern about what is happening with the stature, the standing of the United States of America with this guy on the stage. I mean, I've said before, this is not new. He is simply not ready for prime time. His prime is gone. His prime, <laughs> we're well past that. And unfortunately, this is a man who has a diminished mental capacity, and he doesn't even recognize it. And what he's doing right now is not only destructive to himself and his own presidency, it's also very destructive to the United States of America. This is going to take some time to recover from. And this is why I've said to you, these next few years... I'm concerned will be a very dangerous time. I mean, think about it. If he stays in power, he stays in office, we're going to have continued weakness and the perception of our enemies that this is a great time for adventurism, like Russia, like potentially China. And God forbid, if for whatever reason he is not the president and Kamala becomes president, boy, that's a new ball game altogether. I mean, this is, you talk about heads I win, tails you lose. That's exactly what this is. And we are the losers. Coming up, you'll hear Stephen Colbert tease and make fun of Peter Ducey. Really nasty stuff from another nasty liberal. Stay with us. discussed so far this texture saying I think we can all agree Peter Ducey is a great example what a true journalist is something we don't see too much of anymore that being said can we have a special presidential election like right now before these clowns drive us completely off the cliff and beyond recovery <laughs> if only Jeff if only this texture says, keep living, Vince. One day, you'll be a, 
an old senile man. Hopefully not senile. We'll see about old. And can I just put this out there? I do want to put this out there for anybody. And I, and I, say, I say this kind of thing to friends of mine all the time about different areas of my life. I'll tell them, hey, if you see me do fill in the blank, I want you to say something or do something. You know, <laughs> I won't say what I've told. <laughs> it's pretty strong. I would not say it on the air. But let me just put this in this manner. I would hope the people around me especially family, if I'm in a position where I'm in public and potentially embarrassing myself by senility or whatever it is, that they will say, you know what, Vince, you really do need to have a seat. That's what friends will do. That's what real caring people will do. They're not going to be sitting there thinking how they're going to continue to benefit off of whatever you're doing. So, I just want to put that out there. So, we talked about Peter Ducey. You heard him question the president. And the president, you know, try to come off sounding like he is slapping him down. You know, it's pretty amazing to watch the left and how ugly these folks are. Like Stephen Colbert. I cannot stand that guy. I don't find him funny at all. I really don't. I don't find any of these late-night people funny, except for... The guy who's on Fox News Channel, his name slips me right now. But uh, Greg Gutfeld, that's who it is. I do think he is funny. And the people who are are funniest a lot of times, it's effortless. But anyway, so here's Stephen Colbert taking a shot at... Peter Ducey and the way he challenges the president. Listen up. Yesterday, uh, President Biden held a press conference and he was asked uh, a ridiculous question by a ridiculous man, Fox News reporter and that one kid in high school who wears a suit to gym class, Peter Ducey. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, drop the deuce. When you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind. It will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? you got to be silly. Remember. Yes. Remember how on last night's show I said that slapping is never, ever the answer? I'd like to file a one-time exemption on behalf of the President of the United States. And... No, no, it's wrong, Lewis. Let him know. It's wrong. Ducey did not stop there. The world wants to know. The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. Mr. President, all right, I'm going to take two more questions. Uh, Peter De- uh, Ducey, uh, Fox News. I've got, I've got two more questions. First, what are the exact locations of all of America's troops? And can you give me the nuclear launch codes? Just tell me, is one of them a four? Can I, can, can I buy a vowel, Mr. President? I'd like to solve the puzzle. Uh, another you another find feather it? in your map. That's just pathetic. And, you know, when people are laughing at that, 
This is you know what's really sad about this? The one guy who's actually doing journalism at the White House and these brain dead people are laughing because they're too ignorant to realize that their own president is lying to them. Boy, that's really sad, isn't it? And this is passed off as comedy. Oh my goodness. This is the kind of thing that that really sometimes makes you wonder how doomed you really are. That people would find this funny. It's not funny. Other political news. A new poll out on the Republican Senate primary. This is a very interesting race, as you well know. Ted Budd, who's been on this program, endorsed by former President Trump, is leading among his opponents in this primary. So uh, here are the numbers. Bud leading with 32%. He's followed by former North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory with 29%. Former Representative Mark Walker comes in with 12%, according to this poll. Now, I would tell you what I would like to see here. But I'm not. I'll just leave this alone for now. Compared to prior polling, Bud has gained three points against his opponents. Bud set to take the stage alongside Donald Trump at a rally in North Carolina next month. The GOP primary, by the way, is coming up on May 17th. So we're rapidly closing in on that. This survey of 500 Republican primary voters, a margin of error of 4.4 percentage points, which means that Pat McCrory is kind of within the margin of error here. But this is a race that we will certainly want to watch in the coming weeks to see who will be the Republican nominee for Senate. Very valuable seat. It'll help determine whether Republicans have any chance of taking the Senate this fall. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. Beginning with this... I'm trying to respectfully listen to the show and refrain from text bombing you as I normally do. Okay. Vince, you're far from humble. And those you criticize and dislike, you possess the same traits as them. Just telling you as a friend. Thank you, friend. On Stephen Colbert, horrible. They did that crap to Trump, left and right. Yeah, pretty much. Have not watched the late night clown since Trump became president, says Bobby out of Inman. Vince, I'm glad that brain dead audience isn't in charge. Thank goodness. AJ says, I wouldn't waste the electricity to turn my television on to watch Stephen Colbert. Yeah, don't blame you at all. It's really worthless. Jim out of Greenville saying, let's not give Stephen Colbert any airtime. Well, a little too late, but I guarantee you 
That's going to be one of the rare opportunities you will get on this program. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. And today we have our contestant, Bernie, who is back with us. How are you doing today, man? Oh, Vince, uh, I'm just fantastic. How are you today? Doing pretty well. We have a total of nine questions for you. All right. I think you're going to do pretty well with this one. Awesome. 1848. An ice jam stops the flow of water over this for a full 30 hours. It's a place I visited um, a couple of years ago. Very cool tourist attraction up in the... um, Let's say northeast part of the country. Hmm. Gosh, I have I have Place no idea. Place where this one water depends. normally flows. We're gonna pause on that one and see if that pops into your head okay. a little bit later on. Okay. How's that? Yeah, that sounds good. Eighteen sixty-seven. The U.S. agrees to buy this from Alaska for two cents an acre. What a bargain! What was this property that would become a state later on? Hmm. From purchased it from who? From Russia. From Russia. Um, that that wouldn't be Ukraine, would it? Uh, actually, oh. this is Alaska. Oh wow! Alaska. Excuse me. I don't know what I'm 18th. doing. <laughs> it's okay. You're fine. You're fine. Just relax. You will do well the rest of this. Uh, this is kind of cool. In 1868, a year later, the Pullman Palace Car Company. Introduced something very innovative for railroad travel. This is something that would certainly come in handy for taking passengers because it's for something that they have to do during the course of their travel uh, in order to survive. What kind of car did they introduce? Would it be for bathrooms? You know, I was going (laughs) to... I had to... You know, it's kind of funny that you said that. I was going to think that second... It's a dining car. Oh, wow. That was the new thing. A dining car, a place to actually sit down and eat. Yeah, I guess if you eat, uh, are, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't survive, uh, as opposed to using exactly. the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there are creative ways for dealing with that, <laughs> which we won't talk about right now. 1943, are you big into, uh, into the arts, into plays, that kind of thing? Not particularly, but I can give it a shot. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, 1943, uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein, their first collaboration opened on Broadway. It's hmm. the name of a state. Do you know what this one is? Oklahoma? Oklahoma is correct. Wow. See, you got one. I got one, yeah. And we're going we're gonna to build upon this with some <laughs> others. The double-decker Queensboro Bridge connected these two places in New York uh, you can just guess one of them would Brooklyn be one? Oh no it's <laughs> not but it's a good guess it's actually Manhattan and Queens Manhattan, Manhattan and, Queens. and Queens I've actually never 19- been to New York before Vince so no great loss <laughs> no great loss at all which is why I'm down here 1981 this president shot and wounded by John Hinckley who was this president uh, was it Ronald Reagan? Ronald Reagan is absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. 1997, Wannabe was the name of the number one hit. Who, what was the group that scored this number one song? 1997, oh. you said? Yes. Hmm. Wannabe is the name of the song. 
I would not guess this because I wasn't paying attention to music in the late 90s. Is it an R&B group? Uh, no, mm. not R&B. Mm. I was going to say someone like TLC or Destiny's Child or something. Well, you're, you're not too far off. It's a girl group. It's Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Of course. They're the ones. 2009, this president bailed out the auto industry. And there was a little bit of a shakeup there. 2009. Who was president then? Uh, that would be Barack Obama. That is correct. Yeah. And in 2020, distilleries started making this product that we really needed during the pandemic. What did they start making? Hand sanitizer? Hand sanitizer is absolutely correct. You got a little bit of a streak going A little here. bit, yeah. And you want to go back to that question about yep. the ice jam stopping the flow of water over this tourist attraction for a full 30 hours. Yeah, it popped into my head there, Vince. Is it Niagara Falls? You are a genius. Awesome. Yeah, that makes me feel good. See, Thanks, Vince. I'm glad I <laughs> saved that one and came back to it because I I knew you would actually get this. Me too. So, excellent. And that concludes our look at the day in history. And that concludes our time here. Man, this Time just zips away from us with uh, this two hours that we have with you. We absolutely appreciate you being with us for the broadcast today. Lord willing, we're back tomorrow at the very same time. In the meantime, uh, be safe out there and gracious, loving, caring, engaging with the people around you. You never know who you might influence for good. You just have no idea whatsoever. Take care and God bless you. Adios. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 